two stories dropped within 48 hours of each other. Really 24 hours of each other. I said, that is interesting. It can't just be a coincidence. The first one's from the Washington Post. Me, I'm Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. 833-GOT-TONY. 833-468-8669. Love to hear from you. Give a call. Happy to talk. Washington Post opinion page. There are consequences to misleading the country from the White House briefing room. Sean Spicer is now experiencing them. There are consequences to misleading the country from the White House briefing room. Sean Spicer is now experiencing them. Huh. Now, uh, the article was behind a, a, a paywall, all right? I, I, I didn't get to, to read the article. But I just went with the tweet. I said, that's, that's interesting. I, I, I find that interesting because as the story is now coming out, Newsmax, where Sean Spicer works, and full disclosure, I have no financial relationship with, uh, with, with Newsmax, but I do appear on Newsmax. Um, they're doubling their presence in Manhattan. They're doubling their office space in Manhattan. They are now renting 24,000 square feet, a full floor at 805 Third Avenue between 49th and 50th. So uh, Fox is at 6th and 53rd? Is that where they are? So they're they're not in, because Fox is there and then NBC is there. So that's, you know, it's right near Times Square, that whole area. Um. They've seen their traffic jump 330%. What we said at the time was as follows. Fox screwed the pooch on their election coverage. They did not have to do it. They chose to do it. They realized their mistake and then fired people like Chris Starwalt in a way to make up for it. And while they took the hit, we all knew that it wouldn't last for forever. Tucker Carlson never took the hit. He is still one of the biggest names out there. Hannity seems to be doing fine. The Five is a juggernaut. Gutfeld uh, uh, is is beating up all of the, the late-night hosts. There was no question that they were going to be okay. What we said was that some of these people will be gone for forever. And once they learn there's another outlet that they can look at, they will do so, and they all won't come back all the time. And that is what has been happening. That's been the story. I'm a big believer in competition. I like it. Do I still appear on Fox? Yes, I do. As much as I used to, absolutely not. After every election season, this always happens. Always, always happens. I am, I am their guy during election seasons. This is the third time this has happened. 2012, 2016, 2020, I've been through this. This is why I know I'm never getting a show on Fox. By the way, you and I know this. I only hope everybody else understands, because I get asked that question, when are you getting a show on Fox? And the answer is uh, never. N- n- never happening. They have got their full, their, their, their fill of, of kind of overweight white radio hosts. I don't fit, and that's all there is to it. There's not, nothing more, nothing less. It's not even a question of anger. There's none. I, I, I do radio, 
and I get paid to do radio. I do videos with Red State. I get paid to do videos. And I do videos with and, and, and other work with Americans for Prosperity. And I get paid to do it. Uh, honestly, I'm, I'm going to stick with, with, with the girl who brung me. I'm going to stick with the places I get paid. Never mind all the other things that I'm working on. I don't get angry. When you get the opportunity, it's fun and you do it. But as I've said many times, I have zero interest in being a pundit. I hate punditry. And when you've got to go up against somebody who's on the political left and it's a four-minute thing and everyone's just got to scream their point, it sucks. It's worthless. Now, when you talk to me about talk shows, well, then I'm all in. Game shows, oh, dear, sweet Lord, am I in for everything game show. Yes, 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 yes. You let me do a game show on any one of these networks, hot diggity. I am all in. Would love that. Maybe that. Maybe that's the thing to do, producer. All right, maybe we'll pitch that. Pitch a game show. But talk show I would do. But only if I could do it my way. Over over a bourbon and a, and a cigar. Over a conversation. You know, in that more relaxed style. It's the only way I would do it. But the... I still go on Fox. I still go on, on Newsmax. I go on News Nation. I, I have conversations where I, I have conversations. And I'm happy to do so. People have also started doing the same. They'll go here for this conversation. They'll go there for that conversation. They'll go there for the other conversation. These are good things. That Newsmax is building out is an extremely good thing to see. Because it means that there is an audience. And they want to be served. Now, Newsmax also likes to serve in a very pro-Trump kind of way. I think that... Uh, the the shows that are more discussing issues without being insulting, they're, to me, the more interesting shows than the shows that just want to push uh, any level of Trump agenda or, 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 or Trump love. It's just that I've never been like that. What I like are, are the policies. I am not so much into the idol worship. I think that's a, that's a terrible way to go about things. But just that they don't hate on the guy is getting people to come to them because, well... A lot of people don't hate the man. He's got to accept that fact. They may want to tell you on MSNBC that everybody hates Trump, but you and I both know that ain't true at all. It's just not fact. More people hate Joe Biden than hate Donald Trump. That, I would argue, is fact. That's ludicrous. Oh, no, 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 no. How about this? How about this? We'll split, we'll split the baby, producer Ari. 80 million people hate Biden, 80 million people hate Trump, and 80 million people want to be left alone. I don't know about the rest. I'd say that's probably fair. Okay. But how interesting that the Washington Post would write this article just after this announcement that Newsmax is growing. I find that fascinating. I don't think that's uh, coincidental. I think that is absolutely, positively purposeful. And I think it's irrational. Now, there is another story I want to get to that has nothing to do with politics, has everything to do with society, and where I think a serious downfall is. The Emmys took it on the chin for people not wearing masks, and rightfully so. These privileged elite snobs who tell you to wear a mask, and how dare you not wear a mask, and they're all supporting people like uh, Fauci, and mask this, and mandate that, and Biden with the mask this, and the mandate that. But they show up to the Emmys, and no one's wearing a mask. Meanwhile, your kid is forced to wear a mask in school. Otherwise, they get thrown out of class. 
right? That, that has driven people mad. Crazy. That culturally shows that we spend way too much time idolizing this Hollywood world. Well, within this Hollywood world, you notice the amount of people who get married and divorced and the, and the speed in which it, it takes place. And I've always noticed this, and I don't like it. Well, I noticed that there's a story about Christina Almusa. Now, Christina Almusa is the blonde woman from the show Flip or Flop. It's one of those house renovation shows. And she was married uh, to the guy, and I forget his name, and, and they, got, they got divorced and the show kept going. Like, they still work together. They handled it, I thought, pretty well in terms of uh, the, the, the show. Well, she got married again to a guy by the name of Anstead. Aunt Anstead. And then they got divorced, and she's now getting married to a guy named uh, named Hack. Or is it Hall? Joshua Hall, sorry. Joshua Hall. So she's now to her maiden name, and she's on her third marriage. But the way the article is written over there at page six kind of blew my mind. Well, people are like, third time's the charge, congratulations. And here's where, where it is. This was the, the end of the article. I know, you're not. it's not that you watch Flip or Flop, but follow me here. Hack was previously married to her flip or flop co-star Tarek, uh, or Tarek El Musa, with whom she shares 10-year-old daughter Taylor and 6-year-old son Braden. They were married from 2009 to 2018. She was later married to Anstead, the father of her 2-year-old son Hudson. Meanwhile, Tarek is engaged to another uh, uh, reality show host, and Anstead who was already, who's was the second divorce, is now dating uh, Renee Zellweger. The speed in which they move marriages and move relationships, and then you take a look at just the entire Kardashian clan, and the speed in which they move relationships and move marriages, this is cultural breakdown of society. This is a problem. This is ugly. I read this th- these last two paragraphs. I'm like, that is such speed. Married kid, married kid, divorced kid, moon, bop, bip, bop. I knew my wife for six years before we got engaged. And then, we, well, I will admit, the engagement to marriage went, went quickly. Uh, no, nobody was pregnant. It's just uh, the speed. But six years. And I am very, very clear. Somehow my, my marriage ends, which is not the case, uh, you know, in terms of us deciding, hey, this isn't working anymore. No, no, no. Please, 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 no, never. I never want that to be the case. But for some reason my marriage ends, I'm never doing it again. No chance, no way, no how. I know me very, very well. But the idea that my marriage was over would absolutely, I'd be, I'd be like, Damn. I would be I would feel horrible about such a situation. Now maybe people are in bad situations. 
Now, maybe they're in bad situations because they didn't plan it out beforehand. They didn't establish the rules of the marriage because there are rules to a marriage. How you want to be treated, how others want to be treated, how you want to live your life, how they want to live their lives. At what moments do you agree? At what moments do you disagree? And how do you deal with those things? Of course there are rules. This is not Vietnam. There are rules. If you have never gone over rules before getting married, may I uh, state now, although it might be a bit too late, that you have done it wrong. These are conversations you have to be having constantly. Go over things. Make sure everybody's on the same page. Did things change? If they change, can you both accept what has changed? If not, how, what does that do? How, how, how hard are you willing to work to work through the things? But Hollywood culture has taught us, oh, no, it's all right. You divorce that one, you marry that one. It's so easy. Boom, bop, bip. What is the rush to get married if there is no intention to stay? It's because we've made the very concept disposable. Well, if it's not that, then what is it? If it isn't that we made the concept disposable, what is it? Is it that this is Hollywood-esque types and therefore not reality, so it's fine? We only hold ourselves to the standard. We don't hold, um, we don't hold anybody else to the standard. Why don't they have a standard? Is it because in Hollywood circles that gets you attention and attention's a good thing? And after all, marriage is uh, whatever. Whatever. It's not a serious, serious construct that has allowed society to thrive over the millennia. What does it matter if you just mock it, destroy it, rip it apart? I think there are reasons for people to get divorced. I think there are reasons for people to get divorced. But there are also serious reasons for people to remind themselves of why they got married in the first place. And there are even bigger reasons for people to ask themselves, well, if we're going to get married, what is it that we want out of this? What are the things that we do and don't do? What are, what are our rules? And lay them out on the table. It's one of the reasons I don't accept the idea of happy wife, happy life. Nothing will put me more into a, a, a rage than hearing somebody say, happy wife, happy life. If you live by that mantra, my God, how could you be happy? Why isn't it happy couple, happy life? I got married, so I, only one of us is happy? Well, happy couple, happy life doesn't rhyme, so it wouldn't make sense. No, it's based on the idea that somehow when people get married, one person is in charge as opposed to the two of you doing it together. It is based on this idea that you're not in the fight. Because even if you were to go along with that nonsense terminology, it is baking a cake. It is setting a stage for absolute disaster. If you are not in it as the two of you, regardless of the two of you are, against the world, my gosh, what chance do you have? So that's a question you got to ask yourself before you get married because these Hollywood people are not doing you any favors. The destruction of an institution that has value is valueless. And that we could write so glibly about this one got married and divorced and had a kid and got married again. Damn. That's ugly. I'm Tony Katz.